Welcome to Google Ads Unleashed, the podcast that helps you harness the power of Google Ads to increase sales for your online business. In an ever-changing Google Ads landscape, we uncover the latest strategies, techniques, and best practices for creating effective ad campaigns that deliver real results. And now your host, Jeremy Young. Hello and welcome back, guys, to Google Ads Unleashed. It's been a while. You've probably missed out on a couple of episodes in the past weeks. There's been two um, reasons for that, really. The first one was it was Christmas and New Year, so the YD team was completely off. We all had a lovely uh, Christmas and holiday time, recharged after a very, very stressful Q4. And hopefully so have you, really, because, um, you know, for all of us marketers out there, it's the uh, most intense period there is. And naturally, you will want to um, sort of try and recover as and recuperate as much as possible. But I had a double whammy on the 2nd of January. I had my tonsils out because um, they sort of tried to kill me. And um, it's taken at least two weeks now since divorcing my tonsils um, to really talk again. You can probably still hear it in my voice. It may have even changed um, a bit since since the last time you listened. Um, yeah, so for that reason, there hasn't been a podcast, but we're back now we- weekly with um, sort of, you know, all, all our uh, sort of uh, uh, usual routine. And the fir- and I want to really start with a bang. So basically, um, I want to tell you just what we've done with a client who has uh, come to us at the early stages of Q4 last year. So I was introduced to this um, person via a friend who is um, uh, given a, uh, a comprehensive e-commerce course, and this um, uh, and this particular student was in the uh, in the e-commerce course, but uh, learned about myself and. He sort of presented, I'd say, symptoms of which I really call quite typical in Google Ads is no, he should be doing it. No, it could be a powerful channel. No, it could help boost sales. But it's one of them things, ah, not taking it seriously, not really done anything with it. I think uh, basically scared of the interface, scared of making mistakes, sort of the common sort of issues. So he's come to us and I had a look at the shop, I had a look at the situation and the sort of starting measures were perfect first, right? So they already had good turnover north of 50,000 euros a month, sometimes even up to 100,000 euros a month, usually um, mostly using meta ads, so on Instagram and Facebook. So he's been sort of working quite a lot in that area already and sort of becoming comfortable uh, in front of the camera, uh, creating content. So all of that is good. The next starting measure, good margins. So I can reveal this client sells um, uh, knives. Yeah, so very high end expensive knives costing hundreds and hundreds of euros. Um, lovely one. I had one gifted for, for Christmas actually as well, which, um, um, you know, I am, uh, yeah, so 
yeah, by the way, I, I unlocked, um, well, I unpacked the Christmas gift, the knife, and the first thing, I'm not joking, uh, is what I've done. I cut myself within the first two seconds of unpacking the knife, um, which kind of speaks to the quality of the product, right? So it's not only good margin, but massive um, sort of uh, really, really good quality product, great packaging, well presented. Um, I'm still using it now. It's, it's, a, it's a really, really good knife. But uh, compared to all of the other knives of that sort of knife niche, I would like to say, um, it's been rather um, sort of cheaply priced, still on like the lower third. So for Google, that was perfect as well. Um, the online shop was good, had plenty of reviews, was everything's looking great. It's not a disaster. And the most important thing, the client was open to suggestions and, and malleable, right? So too often we get people who want to work with us and then tell us how to do our job and know things better instead of just being open to receiving criticism and to receive and to, to do changes, right? So we've changed quite a few things. We changed the offer. We changed um, a few other things on the website. We changed um, a few things in the back end. We also made quite a few suggestions already further down in the collaboration of what new products to get in order to satisfy more search volume, etc., etc. So what I'm trying to say is you can't, um, uh, to put it very bluntly, polish a turd, right? <laughs> so you need good a good starting point, you need a good product, you need well-priced, you need something with enough margin so that you can buy in new customers as well, right? So that's something a lot of people sort of terribly underestimate in digital marketing specifically. It's not always the person with the, mo with the, with the best product or the best experience is going to win the auction, but being able to actually spend money to acquire new customers is something you really have to be able to do and you have to have products which have enough margins um, and margin on that. So given that we had a client who was really willing with us, so the first thing that we usually do is to sort of do a kickoff meeting and really deep dive into the numbers. What has been working so far, if they have done any Google before, and he's had like two sales a week on it, on the platform, right? No, no joke now, two sales a week and barely any spend. What is working? What, um, uh, what, what sort of other margins of the products? What sort of overall blended ROAS do we have to achieve with all of the other marketing channels? Do they have um, everything in place in order to track all of their business metrics, you know, MER, CAC, uh, so customer acquisition costs, uh, new customer acquisition costs, all of those stuff is, are the numbers under control? And if not, we usually try and help a little bit as well to point people into the right direction. But the good news was this client had all the numbers under control, right? Knew exactly what was going on. Um, the only challenge in the business was cash flow, okay? So um, at the moment, because it's a completely bootstrapped business, um, which is fine, uh, we sometimes are selling out of the products, which has been hindering growth in the past two months a little bit. But it's just one of them things, right? Like you can still then in those times focus ad spend profitably on what products are not sold out and what is left over and try to sort of uh, sell off surplus stock as well. So we got all of that in, in place. Then we got all of the account infrastructure in place because a couple of things were missing. 
sort of things which you know are important in order to um, take advantage of the full spectrum of the, the Google Ads platform. Stuff like you know um, uploading customer match lists. Um, important. Get your first party data in, into uh, in, into into the Google Ads account, so Google kind of can use that for optimizing and smart bidding. The, the next thing is we've installed a review feed, so we've actually got the client to get uh, GTINs and to, um, with us, of course, with our help, to optimize the feed completely, which, you know, we've done, but uh, we got him to put the GTINs in, etc., and set up the review feed from JudgeMe so that we can get reviews and social proof with our, in our ads, because something that we've noticed straight away is after... A week or two of uh, collaborations when mm. uh, when the collaboration started once the reviews kicked in it provided a huge uplift to the performance we literally overnight saw 30 percent better conversion rate and more sales um, per day so really important you get your reviews or at least an offer on, on your merchant center and that's just some of the architectural stuff that just needs to be done at the beginning right so we also just uh, plugged all the gaps in the settings where they were, um, you know, things not where how they should be, um, you know, auto-applied recommendations turned off, uh, automatically created assets turned off, add, connect um, analytics properly, connect, um, you know, the YouTube account, for instance, yeah, so you can do YouTube remarketing and obviously use YouTube as well. And then we got into what I've already sort of mentioned, a feed optimization. We've done our keyword research. What do people search for when they search these nice? What sort of negative keywords can we pick up straight away as well, right? So um, he's been running a search campaign um, only so far uh, on quite a little budget, which has been doing surprisingly well. But how much of rubbish can we pull out of that uh, campaign, right? How much can we use to already know what works? What can we use to inform our product titles? Feed optimization is the absolute go and enter of e-commerce and to make Pmax and shopping work. So we did all that sort of in the first week. In the second week, we actually built out the entire ad account. Um, first of all, just uh, the cosmetic stuff, all ad extensions, just put everything in so that it looks nice build a brand campaign. The brand campaign is not really driving that much sales. I'd say at the moment it accounts maybe for about a third of all conversions in the in the Google Ads account. Sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less. Uh, on a, a third is, is, is pretty good. But because the Google Ads account had such little conversion volume, um, we built that one first just in order to um, drive um, conversions as uh, quickly as possible just to pump some data through the Google Ads account of our ideal audience, right? So we did that and uh, the brand campaign, because it was November and December, um, naturally was quite useful for Black Friday as well. Um, so uh, to display the offer that they had um, and, you know, that's what the brand campaign is for. It's a billboard for your, um, for your business, right? So... Um, yeah, so that's the first thing that we built in the second week and we built a DSA campaign. Um, DSA campaign, I still don't knock it. I lo love it. I know Google wants to upgrade it to performance max, but at, uh, 
as long as that's not happening, I'm still going to be a big proponent of it and use it. Um, just in made one ad group with um, uh, a rule that it, it should only include all uh, product pages and exclude out of the stock products. So it's it's like a dynamic DSA campaign that just displays nice search ads for um, if someone specifically searches for that knife in that sort of style of format. Always a good fallback to have on. It's uh, generating a few conversions a week. You know, super profitable, perfect, right? That's something that you will want to do. Then we built um, our various PMAX campaigns. Specifically, this um, we had three PMAX campaigns in this campaign, uh, in this account. Specifically for the knives themselves, you also offer some knife sets and gift sets, and um, uh, also some accessories. You know, like uh, you know, um, things like sh- knife sharpness, etc. So it made sense to split this up. So that's something that we built then and just a classic shop and retargeting campaign. And we built out um, the existing prospect and search campaign, which already was there. But, you know, did the sort of usual things like just iron over all the settings, actually write good ads, right? Um, because the, the current ad had, had like three headlines with maybe using 15 characters and only two descriptions with maybe 60, 50 characters each. So just sort of using our keyword research and obviously a bit of copywriting, we um, sort of found, and using also the information from all of the uh, customer insights that we got from the kickoff call to, you know, try and address the pain points of, uh, of the buyer of this knife. And yeah, to just um, set, set it up for success. Then we let it run, right? So um, sometimes you can overdo things as well. And um, specifically because we started in November, we didn't really have much time. So we just wanted to maximize the performance during uh, sort of the last parts of Q4. And we also used this time whilst we were um, just, you know, trying to push as much budget as we can within our ROAS targets and within our blended ROAS targets to sort of use that keyword research which we've already had and to um, sort of inform the clients and to coordinate with the client the next steps that we're going to do and undertake to grow this account because there were, for instance, a couple of knife types which he could still, um, you know, make and, and order in, which we can then offer and satisfy more search volume. Or, for instance, there was quite a lot of cute, um, quite a lot of um, volume around knife gifting sets, right? So he's bought boxes now to um, sort of build gifting sets, so we can satisfy that search volume, etc., etc. So what we've done is just to set the sort of foundations of what can we optimize beyond the click in order to grow the Google Ads account now already in this Q1. Um, nat- naturally, we're hindered a little bit by the resources because he sold out a lot. So this is just a business problem. So we just have to focus now on making it as profitable as possible. But this is what a real Google Ads consultant should be doing, is not just work with what they got, but also identify where are the gaps and why are certain things 
not working and what can we improve and also how can we systematically build out this shop in order to maximize and cover as much search volume as possible in order to make as much money as possible. So now I just want to talk a little bit about numbers, um, cost, cost and uh, conversion specifically. So I'm just going to um, go on a monthly view because it just might make sense. So let's have a look at August. At August, we spent about 800 euros. So bear in mind, we, we flew in at about um, end of October, mid-October, and then um, November is when we really kicked off. We are looking at 12 sales. Um, you know what, let's put CPA in as well because um, I think I don't want to like talk about raw as much because I don't want to give away too much uh, sort of uh, information, but CPA is probably sort of good idea um, of, of the entire account. And this contains um, branded and non-branded. So the previous search campaign had a lot of brand revenue in there. So this contains mostly non-brand that is actually sort of contributed to 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 this sort of uh, um to to, to 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 this sort of drop in cpa and to to, to these uh, rising conversions um and yeah um our sort of main introduction was to sort of split you know the non-branded and branded revenue um into the various campaigns just to control that a little bit more so in august we're looking at about 800 spend 12 sales cpa about 70 euros in September, we spent about 480 euros with one sale only. So CPA, 480 euros. October is when we sort of started to kick things off a little bit. But it was really November. We have spent, we've spent 1,500 euros um, with a CPA of 216, so seven sales. And I know it's Q4, so before you go on, etc., it's Q4, etc., but even January is already looking juicy for especially the limited stock that we have. But in November, we spent 2000 with a CPA of just 30 euros and 75 sales, super profitable for the client, exactly what they needed as well to generate the revenue in order to buy new stock. And in December, we spent three and a half thousand euros only with 150 sales and again, a CPA of 25 euros. This month, we had about 2,100 uh, euros already. So I guess through the entire month, we will be surpassing uh, December spend. And we are at 65 sales. So that's about a 33, 32 euro CPA throughout um, uh, January. So we could push a lot harder and generate a bit more volume, but that's not really what we want to do at the moment in this account, just because we need to be a lot more profitable uh, generally. So, um, yeah, so, and we achieved all this really just by doing the basics right, guys. And there's no secret hack. Google is not that difficult. You just have to get the basics right, do them well, and you'll already bowl out 95% of competitors just by doing this. And the client's happy, we're happy, and I can't wait to see where we're going to take this. Just bear in mind the, you know, average order value of, of this is absolutely enormous. And we also have um, 
not only a high average order value, but a great margin on it as well, over 70% margin on those knives. So this is just a dream client to work with and we're generating great results. So, and it's just by doing the basics right. And I can't wait to grow this. So if you want to experience and see something similar, if you, with your uh, brand, or if you find that you're stuck with Google and you don't know how to get to that next level, don't know what to do next, what levers to pull, what you can do in order to get to that next level, then there's two things that we can offer you. First of all, coaching. Just head over um, to our website. You can see our online course, which will have a massive revamp now in Q1 and Q2 as well, with loads more content, loads more up-to-date stuff. Um, a big segment on tracking, which is going to be massive um, this year, which I'll be doing a podcast about, no doubt, as well. And uh, the second thing is, of course, the agency. Have a chat with us. Maybe you'll want to um, sort of, See if, if you're a good fit, if we're a good fit, if we can help you with your with your sales. And yeah, it'd be lovely to chat to you. So not the biggest account, but a massive success story. Can't wait where to take this. Let's start New Year with a bang. Hope you do as well. Thank you for listening and I'll see you on the next podcast. Thank you for listening to Google Ads Unleashed. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss a future episode. If you found value in today's podcast, please share it with others and leave a rating and a review. For more information or to connect with Jeremy, check him out online at www.younganddigital.marketing. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Google Ads Unleashed. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss a future episode. If you found value in today's podcast, please share it with others and leave a rating and a review. For more information or to connect with Jeremy, check him out online at www.younganddigital.marketing. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next time.